I declare this the summer of St. George. Frank Cave, Frank Cave, Frank Cave. How are you doing on this fine summer evening? Because it's summer now. Hot, hot pod summer. Can you summer feel it? Breeze. Makes, Makes me, feel me feel good. Oh, I was thinking. I was in the wrong. Running through the jasmine in my, my mind. mind. You know what's in my mind right now? What's that? Seeing people in the BAM fam live and in person. And we had discussed on the internet a vast community of people connected through wires and in air and tubes. Yeah. And, that and, was invented and, by Al Gore. Yes. Well, thank you, Mr. Gore, for all that you've done for us. On that, um, on that Gore net, we talked about the the summer meetup. Where are we gonna meet? And I all signs are now pointing to a summer meetup in August at the Louisville. Racing Louisville Women's Cup to see probably not Megan Rapino, probably not Rose Lavelle and OL Rain taking on Racing Louisville. And then we also have um, some other teams from other countries. It's going to be a great time, including a team fond to your heart. Mm. Who, who's going to be there from your neck of the supporter woods? The, uh, the Tottenham Hotspur uh, women's football team. Man, so that means you're going to be there, right, Brian? Um, no, no, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Why? Why not? We've, we've got a lot of traveling planned for the rest of the year and couldn't find, uh, couldn't find room for it from a getting off work standpoint and from a, uh, from that kind of, from other, from a budget standpoint and, everything else so unfortunately that was the one that has to go i'm coming down to see you i'm gonna come see you this will be the second time i've come to see you when have you come to see me (laughs) well poop Sorry, that felt like that scene from Anchorman. <laughs> poop mouth. Poop out of your mouth. Uh, it's, I understand. And, and also, too, uh, you did have um, familial um, things having to go back to Florida a couple times, and that's yeah. kind of thrown, you know, monkey wrench into things. So I, I definitely understand. But I, it, is, it is sad not being able to see you in person, only seeing you through this Zoom I think every time we log into the Zoom, it sucks a little bit more of our life away. <laughs> That's technology in general, though, I think. so. Thanks, Al Gore. Yeah. Sure. But here's, oh. here's an inconvenient truth for you, you <laughs> jerk. Ah, ah. Well, conveniently, I don't know if it's convenient for you, but we are going to go down. I think the fight in Brian Lenoy and myself are at least caravanning down there. Might have some of the Spurs folks heading down, too. Uh, I think it sounds like we got Felix on board. Felix and Mama and Papa Felix are going to be coming down from Chi Town. Um, hopefully, we can get Robbie and Gianna. Gianna's not going to come, but we can get Robbie down there. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty good time. Alex isn't going to be there because um, CC Kaiser isn't playing, but I get to see people like Becky Morgan 
who is a former guest on the show, yeah. be able to see folks from Lavender Legion, the um, Racing Louisville supporters, have a little tailgate. I think it'll still be fun. It won't be as fun. I know. I'm a disappointment. You're not a disappointment. You know, it's the, the man and capitalism is the disappointment. Chippity, hippity, hoppity. It's time to chippity, choppity. Yeah, let's get that guillotine. Um, but we, we've got a packed show tonight. So uh, look out for more from the Women's Cup because we're going to be announcing, you know, what day we're going to go. We have the logistical, all this stuff and um, see what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, let's. Let's go ahead and, and dive right in because we have a couple special guests tonight that I don't want to wait too long to talk to. I don't want to wait for a special guest. <laughs> Welcome, girls and boys, to Bright Me. We are a podcast where we talk about soccer and other things. Other podcasty things. Welcome to Bright Me. Um, we're here. We're ready to pod. And we've got a lot on the show tonight. We do have special guest assistances. We've got Soccer Noob and Person Noob from Soccer Noob, rocking in the noob world, rocking USA. It's a, a great show that you're going to learn all about here in just a little bit we do have one topic that we want to cover prior to our special guest coming in and that's something that bryant you brought up today in a text um you brought up a text conversation which didn't get heated but you uh myself legend lepic um talked a little bit about what was going on in the columbus crew world real quick we'll do a quick scoreboard update um the Red Stars or the Chicago NWSL team. Darn it. I didn't say that name. I didn't say it. I've been doing so good this season. I'm not saying it. Um, they had a draw with the fighting uh, KCC Kaisers. 2-2 draw. Um, we're not going to talk about that tonight just because it's a draw. It's like kissing your sister. And um, we're not about to talk about that. And we have a lot of other stuff happening. Back to the crew. So let me tell you about what's going on. Bryant texted me in Legend Lepic about um, a certain safari wildlife creature in the crew world. Um, so actually, let me just get your impressions first. What did you see? So I know where to come from. What did you see on the internet? And what did you kind of um, glean from the situation? I just I just found that uh, someone was being uh, maybe heavily criticized or ostracized, and there seemed to be a lot of. I think my original question was: uh, Is there as much drama in every other fan base as there seems to always be in Crew uh, Twitterdom? Because um, you spend more of the time uh, on on the Twitter than I do. I get on there some of the time, but. Uh, I tend to skip past a lot of the Twitter, the crew stuff and tend to read a lot more of the like political posts and stuff, which is bad for my mental health. But, you know, we do a lot of things that are bad for us. Um, but it seems like every time I get on there, there's somebody arguing about something or bitching about something or so I, I saw that there was some kind of drama. It looks like maybe it had been going on for a little while. Some people were upset at other people you know typical crew twitter stuff 
Um, and so, yeah, I kind of asked, asked you guys, like, if you knew what was going on, if you kind of fill me in, give me the deets. And then it went into a conversation about journalism school and Dr. Nick from the Simpsons. And it just kind of went down a rabbit trail. So here's what happened. The crew signed uh, Juan Cucho Hernandez, who is a former Watford Hornet, who is now going to be the record signing for the Columbus crew. He's a striker. He played winger at Watford, um, had five goals to assist. Does he have any tattoos, though? He does a neck tattoo, actually, which is great because in the press conference the other night after the – senior uh supporters uh season ticket holder supporters practice whatever he actually jokingly said and he's got a tattoo on his neck and he started laughing like he knew what he heard from people and he knew what was people were talking about he does have a tattoo on his neck well they signed this striker he he started 11 matches played in like 20 some but at Watford they put him on the wing and he's really a forward he's a striker he wants to be the number nine he wants to be up top uh, finishing chances so crew signed him for a record 10 to 10.5 million dollar deal through 2025 the most they've ever paid for a player in Columbus Crew's MLS history dating back they were the first team announced in MLS and they've spent more on him than they did on Lucas by three million or something like that um, so the day that it came out I was at home uh, it was a Saturday morning and I get a, a call from Pat Murphy, whom I work alongside at Massive Report. Um, everyone loves Pat Murphy. He's great. Um, <laughs> I do like Pat. We, we, I, we have a, a nemesis-like friendship rivalry that we just mess around a lot. Um, he messages me, and he calls me, actually. He's like, hey, we have the details of the deal. Confirmed it with the team. You're going you're gonna to break. You're going to break it. So write it up and I'm writing like feverishly trying to get this done, write it up, send it out. Um, I, I don't care about breaking news. I think I've, I've talked to you about it, Brian, or I've shared it maybe even on the podcast. I know I've talked to some crew folks and DMS about it. I don't care about breaking news. I'm not out here to break news. I like telling stories. I like telling um, background information about things. I like writing articles about things. I'm not trying to compete with people for breaking news because it's you know breaking a news story and five bucks gets you a cup of coffee right that's the that's the free um so i the article went out i think the athletics sent it out like a minute before us you bastards but uh we sent out this article confirming with the team speaking to a team official we actually have sources at massive report um and Everything's good. Everyone's really excited about it. And then we see um, an accountant named Crew Rhino come out and say, I reported it first. And he's telling his people, hey, if you see anybody report this, say that I reported it first. He replied to like my tweet about it, which I didn't say like breaking news. I just posted, hey, we confirm with the team. Here's what it is. Here's the article. Um and he was like, oh, I, uh, he even said something along the lines of, well, I should get the credit because I'm the one who broke the story. In May, a few weeks ago, Crew Rhino on Instagram, where he does most of his stuff, posted a, an image that had four players on it. And they're, oh, uh, four, these four players make sense for the crew. And then he did more and he's like, oh, this Cucho Hernandez makes the most sense for the crew. And then he found a tweet from somebody, I think in Colombia, because he's a Colombian national team player, uh, found a tweet saying that, oh, he wants to leave Watford. And so he said, yeah, Cucho makes the most sense. 
that was what the foundation of I reported this first. I'm, I'm the one who, who reported this. There's a difference between reporting and having an educated hunch. It's a great hunch to say, yes, this player is, uh, he wants to leave. He's a striker. He fits what the crew want. He's young. He can score goals um, and his contract's up. And here somebody said that he wants out. That's great Twitter research. That's awesome to say that and to know about the game enough to do that. But that's not talking to the team, getting confirmation that yes, something is happening. And here's the confirmation from the club. And this is, it's a go. There's plenty of space in the world for rumor sites and speculation sites and massive report. I know crew fans, a lot of people don't like massive report just because we have had Pat and other people tweet stuff that rubs people the wrong way. Um, and we don't post rumors. We don't do rumor articles. I think Ralph Shudell, he did like a, Hey, these guys would make sense as a premier league striker coming to the crew. But he even says at the beginning, this is speculation. We're not saying this is any resource to us. We are actually trying to be a site that just tells you the news in some sort of journalistic way. I know like there might be spelling errors or grammar issues or stuff like that. We're trying our best. We don't get paid nearly anything <laughs> to keep this site running. Um, so that's where uh, some crew supporters, crew supporters who are well-known within the supporter dumb kind of pounced on this crew rhino because he was in all fairness, he was kind of everywhere. He was posting on everybody's thing. He was saying, no, I reported this first and blah, blah, blah. And then you had folks like Morgan Hughes and Keith Noss and folks like that um, pretty much poking. Morgan pokes fun at himself and everybody, but he poked fun at Crew Rhino saying Crew Hippopotamus. And he made some stupid jokes. And Keith was more... um, Keith was more specific with it in the way that he says, you know, like that's great that you broke, you know, that you picked a name that happened to be right, but other people actually talked to other human beings and made this decision, not like sharing tweets and stuff. And it got really chippy. And now that was Saturday. We are recording this on Thursday. Thursday evening. And in the last five days, six days, immediately that Saturday crew Rhino was like, I just want people to respect me. And he, he posted that. Um, and since then, he deactivated his account, came back, and had like a five-page Instagram story about how people were mean to him and how I, I go on this pseudonym because I don't want people to attack me personally. And I've removed all the black and gold stuff from my house now because of this. And all I asked people was to give me you know, credit for saying it first. And I'm kind of caught, I'm not caught in it because I have a mindset of, Hey, I write articles and then it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. It's done. Move on to the next one. That's what I, I just move on to the next thing. Uh, I'll check and see like, is this getting any traction or whatever, whatnot? But I, I pretty much move on with life. Um, so that, I feel for him because some folks did go after him, but I also, I'm not trying to victim blame, but
but you also brought it on yourself when you replied to everybody who posted about it saying massive report shared it or this person shared it and saying no i was the one no i was the one he copy and pasted the same thing across like 10 different people's posts about this cucho article and you were kind of asking for you know it wasn't as innocent as oh i just asked the people who read my stuff to to say that i was the one who reported it you were going after people i had notifications that you were going after things that i was attached to like it's just before i share my final thoughts what from all that context brian first you're not missing much on twitter and second what were you uh thinking about uh yeah i mean it sounds more like an educated guest than like a thoroughly researched and vetted thing that you knew was going to happen like there's a difference between um i would say this is like all right the nba draft is on right now like as we talk Mm -hmm. i get online and you know i've read a bunch of articles and i've i've done some research and i've i've and I, I predict, okay, you know, at number one, the, uh, I think it was Orlando that picked number one, Orlando is going to take, I pr- I'm predicting Orlando is going to take X, Y, and Z. This makes the most sense. This is what's going to happen. And then uh, Woj, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski um, calls his, uh, calls a source at the uh, Orlando Magic or wherever and says, hey, uh, you know, I, this is what I've heard. Is this true? So at that point, you verified information with a source. There's a difference between making an educated guess. There's plenty of plenty of space for that, and you want us, you want people to tell you that you were right. You were right. That d- being right doesn't mean that you're a journalist. Like those are two different things, and that's okay. Like, yeah, they're two different worlds. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's the whole thing reminds me of there was a Chappelle bit. Um, where he was making fun of Miss Cleo and he caught instead of Miss Cleo's terror like thing, it was the Miss Cleo's educated gas line. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very much like and then like I mean Twitter's a cesspool. But if you're gonna get out there and you're gonna be a part of the bants and you're gonna be a part of like you're gonna get out there and you're gonna be, I mean that, that you're being confrontational in some way um it's confrontational i know you can you can you know put lipstick on the pig however you want but it was confrontational you can if you're you're gonna be confrontational you can't expect people not to be confrontational back now did those people maybe did those people act the way that people should act no probably not but like there's no good people really (laughs) this story is kind of what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you also have to kind of know that crew twitter in particular again i don't know i'm sure every other fan base is exactly the same they probably all are because we're all just nuts yeah Um, humans yeah sports sports fans in general are just nuts there's a reason that fan is short for fanatic (laughs) um you know so like these are kind of cesspools it's a reason i don't spend a lot of time on it so like did they did some of the people take it too far maybe but at the same time like you can't handle the heat stay out the kitchen like you know yeah i mean you're and there was like oh i had plans to say who i really am 
you know, in a while I was going to remove the pseudonym and I was just going to be like who I actually am and stuff like you're asking for respect. You're sending people out to defend you and attack other people for posting sourced material that we got from a source in the team, someone who was in the office helping make decisions. And it, And you're wanting like, I want respect and I want you to pay attention to me. And I want to be big from like, I I'll tell you like writing for master report. I didn't do it because I wanted to get big. If anything, (laughs) it's probably given me some, some flack uh, tweeting the wrong things or writing the wrong things. And um, it's not, you're, if you're coming into writing about sports for the glamour, I I have, you know, I have something to sell you. What were you going to say? I was just going to, I don't even remember now. It's, oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that quality of a, of a line either. So now you don't worry about it. Oh, I'm sure it was quality, but that was the whole thing. And I, I really hope that it was over, but I, I say this to a lot of folks, notifications are a drug. People want to get, people want to get that red dot um, on their Twitter page saying that somebody, you know, they want to get that red dot on Instagram that somebody liked or commented on their thing. So notifications are just as addictive as, you know, alcohol and drugs and stuff like that. Maybe not the end, end outcome of hurting yourself, but mentally and emotionally, it's a very crippling social media can be a crippling thing. And it was designed to be that way. Right. It's designed like a slot machine, right? You go like, Oh, all the bells and whistles and the catches your attention and you get a what dopamine rush every time you see that notification pop up. And I'm only saying it cause I'm feeling the same thing folks, but um, yeah, that's the whole situation. I just hope it ends soon. It, it can't seem to come back today with a little bit of a vengeance. And I'm just like, I've moved on. <laughs> I moved on. I'm writing about stop, stop. this weekend. It's already match. dead. Right. Right. Well, not somebody please think of the children? Well, speaking of thinking of the children. Hey. Hey, we've got a heck of a guest tonight. And by guests, I mean two guests tonight. Because we are blessed, fortunate, honored to have the soccer noob and the person noob join us to talk about their amazing podcast. Go through all the Ask Bam questions with our friends tonight. And I, I, I think it's going to be a really fun time. So um, let's say goodbye to the safari trip. And let's get back into the circus. That is Brian to me. We are very excited to have our next guest on. This is somebody that we've interacted a lot with over the internets. And it's because... They have a podcast of their own, except for when we talk about being a soccer podcast, they're an actual soccer podcast because they actually focus on the game of soccer. We have Soccer Noob currently with us. Later, we're going to bring in um, the the muscle of the show, P Noob, Person Noob. But the, the show is called Soccer Noob. Soccer Noob, keep on rocking in the noob world. Keep on rocking in the noob world. <laughs> Uh, but Soccer Noob is a fantastic podcast that goes every corner of the map 
soccer is talked about. If they're playing competitive soccer, professional soccer in a country, more than likely soccer noob has talked about it. And also it's a fantastic, just if you're talking about podcast and drawing people in, it has a really awesome theme or kind of hook. It's that it's soccer noob, whom we will meet in just a moment, and person noob, who is a 10-year-old kid, and they're learning about sport and life on a show, and it's pretty, pretty awesome. So without further ado, I've already hyped up your show. Welcome to the show, Soccer Thanks so noob. much for having me on. We're 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 pretty small potatoes compared to you guys, so I'm really I'm <laughs> legitimately privileged and honored. I mean, I know you guys aren't like Dan Lebitard big or something, but mm. it's a big show. He wishes. We did have Sarah Spain on. We did. Dan, Le- Dan Lebitard has Sarah Spain on on a regular basis. So I like to think we're on the same level. We're like uh, um, diet Lebitard. We're like we're not Dan. We're as like- long as you've got Spain in the in the Bam Fam, you're the, everything's gonna everything's gonna come up, Brian and me. How could it not? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll start with uh, our, our usual starter question here. We ask every quest, every guest on the show this question. Um, of course, I'm a big comic book nerd. Uh, every superhero has their origin. Uh, Batman, parents were, you know, killed in front of him. Uh, Spider-Man, radioactive spider bit him. Uh, what's your soccer origin story, soccer noob? Where, when did you start watching the sport? When did you start really getting into it? And what made you start uh, podcasting about it? Uh, first it was a website before a podcast and that got started because I lost a bet. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do tell. Surprise. (laughs) Uh, there is a longtime friend of mine. He, he was known on my show as the management who I've known since high school days, who, uh, we, we haven't lived in the same part of the country in a very long time, but we like all manner of sports. And so for, probably the better part of a decade. Now we uh, give each other games to pick every day or every week, depending on the sport. If the other person gets it right, they get a point. You get the most points. You win a season. When we see each other, whoever is ahead has to buy the other person or whoever's behind has to buy the other person unlimited flapjacks at the restaurant of their choice. And so the spreadsheet that's been in existence out there for almost a decade is the flapjack sheet. But I started doing side bets, little pips, one sixth of a point for fun on soccer, only because neither of us knew a darn thing about soccer. I mean, nothing. I played it one summer for a few weeks when I was eight. Other than that, other than kicking around a little bit in PE gym class, it just... It wasn't on the radar. Being from Iowa originally, we just didn't have a lot of the pro sports stuff. And of course, anything that wasn't pro for soccer wasn't real big in America. So I grew up on, you know, your classic sports and at the college level. Mm. But he just bet me one day that uh, made a gentleman's bet that if he procured a domain that I could not write about soccer 365 straight days in a row. So I invented the character and got to work and won the bets. And then he talked me into making it a podcast. Wow. That is cool. Yeah. I, I took the, the heart of the, the heart of the website was the 10 to track where I just like, Oh, okay. I got to write about something. I'll, you know, somebody I worked with happened to be a soccer fan, which I, you know, coincidence, but introduced me to the Fot mob app. And that's mm. really how, 
I started getting to follow about two thirds of the uh, FIFA leagues, you know, in the world, just using it for filler. And you can't do something every single day, literally, and not start to get into it. So I would say that it's been about three and a half, four years since I first started the website. And that's literally when I first started learning anything about the sport was the first day I was writing about it. Wow. And you sub you did it for three hundred and sixty five straight days. Actually, almost uh, actually almost uh, two years. We did the uh, <laughs> we did that, and then he tried to, and then he spent a few months trying to talk me into doing it as a podcast because he's an IT guy, but he'd never mm-hmm. done any sound editing. So now we have a show that has a very small audience because not everybody is into soccer from everywhere in the world. That's one niche, and then we've got kind of the goofy characters that be, between my father who does some and Dan, the interno inferno from my website, he, uh, he does some character work that is barely soccer related. And then uh, we also have kind of the hook of having a P noob soccer, noob rock in America featuring person noob parenthetically, the full <laughs> official name of the show. She was going to kick me if I didn't probably say the whole thing. And so we're trying to find an audience where people who can tolerate all three of those things come together. It's a heck of a heck of a Venn diagram. Mm. Well, um, I'm right there in the middle of the Venn. <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've enjoyed listening to it. I've enjoyed uh, over the past but few months, really getting into it. And you're talking about um, not just soccer though, but you get into geography like are you a geography buff are you like a, I'm a trivia there. buff or this is okay so the show is not only building your soccer love but also your love of just other cities oh, and yeah, cultures what, and for anybody for anybody <clears throat> listening to your show who hasn't happened to have listened to mine which i would assume would be a fair number because it's a a show where we're still growing our audience would be the diplomatic or kind way to put it to myself um we're, le- we're using soccer as an excuse to learn about the whole world. That's, we don't, I still don't know anything. I mean, I can watch a game and see offenses and defenses getting broken down, but I can't tell you, uh, I'm really bad on thinking on what a yellow card should be versus what's just mm-hmm. a plain old foul. And, you know, I still don't understand what a second striker really does compared to a center forward if you're playing a striker. But I like learning the tournaments, the organizations, the countries, and interacting with people online, trying to trying to find some level of community, which is really hard to do on a place like Twitter, for example, just because it's so filled with people who may want something different out of it than you or who may just want nothing out of it. They just want to say what they want to say and don't have any interaction. But into the I board, love yeah. trying to figure out, and I've you know, kind of been collecting people that I follow who are just really into the game and figuring out what makes them tick. And I just love it. And then, yeah, learning geography, a little bit of politics, history, folklore, whenever we have our uh, noob Stradamus character, the <laughs> 3,500 year old uh, prognosticator from the Thracian plains of Greece, his visions, Drug are, addict. The, soc- the soccer scores that he predicts are rarely right but they always involve something, the visions that he has that I've learned about the area where the game is being played. And that's, that's just been really fun to put together. You're even not even that you're, you're bringing up their biggest like exports. They're bit like what runs their economy. Like you're talking about, like, well, just, it's just, 
one of them, what was the country that their biggest economy is Western Union money sent over? It's it's family in America. What country was that that their biggest um, like I want to say that was Guatemala. It was one of the Central American countries, and it wasn't the whole country, but it was it one was particular this, city where the first or second biggest part was of the that economy Honduras? They call they're called remittances. I think it's uh, Honduras. I think it was in Honduras, back. wasn't it? It might be Honduras. You might be right. But uh, it turns oh out gosh. that actually that's not that uncommon, even in some larger metro areas where one of the top two or three things in the city for bringing in money is not anything that's being produced. It's just emigrants sending money home to help them out, which I didn't have a notion of how big that was. So, yeah, just all kind of becoming a fount of useless knowledge. But it's been a <laughs> lot of fun to do. Yeah, it's and it's fun to listen to even um, whenever you count down. Now, you do you do 10 matches, number one, letter B, number three, number four, number five. You go through all 10 and then you also have bonus matches. Um, Brian's going to ask you about some of your favorite and least favorite matches you've watched <laughs> here in just a moment. <laughs> but um, before that, like what I know you talked a little bit about you're into sports, you're into stuff like that, but you used to work in like the media world, right? Can you, what, what were you doing out so like for a career that kind of lined up with you moving into this world of podcasting? I was a back before the advent of satellite radio and just before the advent of satellite radio, I was a radio DJ back home back when, you know, every station in the town had its own staff started as a part-timer, never did it full-time until I moved away from my hometown real briefly. But yeah, I was a, a top 40 DJ playing all those songs that you got sick of in a barely top 200 market. <laughs> in I Iowa, swear right? By the moon and stars and the sky. And the sky. I want to murder be. that band who was in. <laughs> so, uh, that was Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Uh, I swear, no, it wasn't. Is it not Boys to Men? There was also a country music it, version that was yeah, uh, there, John Michael yeah. Montgomery. It wasn't color me uh, bad or something like that. But yeah, I was a top 40 DJ for a few years. And then I've got a theater background as well. So I'm just used to performing. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about the actual like soccering parts. Brian, what we, we have not really rapid fire, but we want to know kind of the best and the worst that you've ever uh, come across in your newbery. Yeah, that works. Cool. Um, oh, did you have a... Uh, we got Ryan, questions. Do you have a specific question, or did you just want me to jump in on that? Um, I was just going to mention, by the way, um, as we were talking, I was Googling all for one. All for oh, one. there we go. I knew there was a, uh, yeah, I had color me bad, but all for one, that's right. All for one was, yeah, we were just going to kind of ask, like, obviously, you've watched soccer from like all over the world. So, what's the best match you've seen? And also, like, yeah, what is like the worst, most terrible match you've oh. ever seen? Well, I'll start, I'll start with worst and, and I still love watching it, but boy, for a long, I actually listen to more soccer and soccer talk on the radio. Cause I drive around a lot for my job than I actually get a chance to watch on TV. And I'm always used to hearing these guys on Sirius XM make fun of uh, South American soccer for being ridiculously physical and the refs not really able to control anything and the violence that surrounds the game, you know, and not that that is exclusive to South America, but I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching some of the uh, uh, Brasileiro uh, 
uh, Campeonato Serie A this year from Brazil because they've always got a great race going. We used to following tables. And my gosh, they might as well just put Hulk Hogan and other, you know, pro wrestlers <laughs> out there. It is just the simulation is ridiculous. And then oftentimes the real violence is ridiculous. So I'll say the worst that I ever see, because it doesn't look like any kind of soccer that I ever imagined, I will say is uh, probably anything from South America. And then my personal TV, as opposed to just radio experience with it, would have to be Serie A Brazil. And then as far as the best, one of the first, one of the first Premier League games I went out of my way to watch uh, back when I was transitioning to, to, yeah, probably two seasons ago, I wish I could remember who they were playing. Liverpool was playing someone and there was a, a short kind of chip shot or something that went up and it bounced. The, the goalie couldn't quite get to it. And the ball bounced two or three times on the top and then fell oh, down. It was against up. Everton. That was Divock Origi. That it was, was like the Everton. first Premier League game I ever watched. And I'm like talking to the guys from a you know different show online that I had a connection with at the time and had, you know done some appearances for them kind of as a joke more than anything. And I was like, wow, that was really exciting. Can I, you know, joking, I was like, can I expect every match to end like that? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, no, you'll see good and bad matches, but that, that, forever will be stuck in my mind that particular play at the end of the game oh that that was um liverpool and everton anytime they play each other it's usually an ugly match you always like expect liverpool to win by like three or four goals and some every so often they do against everton but they play within a mile of each other uh their stadiums are literally within a mile of each other so there's a Uh huge rivalry they always it's always a chippy match and that was the most fun ending um, that I remember was when Jordan Pickford's little T-Rex arms uh, couldn't clear the ball away, bounced on the crossbar like twice, uh, and Devox just that there being to the first game you've ever seen, or at least that's a amazing. League, and it's like, yeah. oh, I think I want some more of that. <laughs> Absolutely, got some of the streaming channels, and I uh, now I watch uh, NWSL, MLS, uh, Campeonato uh, Serie A from Brazil. I haven't gotten into the Argent- Argentinian league yet. There, the mm. timing on their weekend games doesn't tend to work out for me. But I've been watching uh, uh, Paramount Plus. I've been catching some League One stuff, U.S. Open Cup, uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Not very far from me at all. But I commute to for work. In fact, they're getting a League One team next year. Oh. Really, um, so I'm excited. Even if I can't watch them other than in person, I doubt it'll be televised much of anywhere usually. But mm. and, and you may have already kind of answered this question, but do you have a favorite kind of obscure league uh, around the world either to follow or to watch or <laughs> keep up with? It's hard to watch a lot of the obscure ones, but one of the ones that I've enjoyed following the most because uh, it's always about people connections. One of the things that I found is fun is that now when I run into people when I'm out and about from my job, if I run into somebody, oh, a bartender at this restaurant from, uh, he's from Senegal. I can talk to him about not just the national team, but the fact that he knows somebody, you know, he's talking to somebody who can do, talk even for a minute about his, you know, the Premier League from his own country is really, really fun. Ran into what, you know, bumped into a guy in a Guatemala national team shirt in the elevator the other day, you know, made a mention of it and asked him who his favorite team was. And he was like Real Madrid. I'm like, no, from home. And I mentioned two or three and, you know, his eyes got real big, but the first, 
the first one that I ever had with that is I worked with a guy who, uh, when he was 16, had come over to the U.S. from Nepal. And so I have a favorite Nepalese team, and I love following <laughs> there now. They now have two leagues, a very, very high-end semi-pro one, which is the one that's hmm. been established longer, and then one that's uh, more of a franchise league, kind of like uh, MLS or uh, Australia, uh, where they're actually – the players are all paid. So you've got this, what I think of as little tiny country. And for some reason they have two co top flight. They've got two premier leagues, essentially. And mm. I just, I love following the tables from Nepal and cheering on uh, uh, Marsh Yangdi is my team because it was my coworkers team. That's, That's fantastic. Awesome. That's fantastic. Like, how do you want, like, I like you said, some of the obscure leagues are probably tough, but how do you watch like, oh, have you, you ever can't watched watch a Mad- it anywhere. It's oh, all... you can't watch. Okay, so you're not watching that, the Madagascar my... Premier League. You're not watching that. Yeah, right. I mean, I can't watch. I can't, I don't. I don't look online for streaming channels that are really hard to find. So I'm not seeing any more soccer than probably anybody else. I uh, okay. Mostly, it's just a matter of trying to find articles on uh, via Twitter about it. Uh, Twitter about these leagues, or just following mm-hmm. the tables and the players, and then you know doing the little bits of research I do for my show whenever there's two teams that are at the top of the league and they're playing each other, it's like, all right, it's time for me to learn about Malawi all over again. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like, and I, I commend that because I um, have an article that I'm working on for a, a Somalian player who work, who plays for crew Two, the development league team. And he played for the Somalian national team and they were playing in an AFCON qualifier. So they're actually playing in a major tournament qualifier for the continent. I could barely find anything. I could barely find anything about this match. No, anywhere. Oftentimes, oftentimes, it's so there, tough. oftentimes there is not a lot. So, you know, that's, for the handful of people, I suppose, or maybe a couple of handfuls who have found our show, they get five, six, seven minute, you know, mini previews of mm-hmm. either top two matches from any league in the world. And sometimes we do the big ones, not just the obscure ones, but uh, even if I can only find two or three minutes worth of stuff on one AFCON qualifier that I've looked at, oh, this looks like the best matchup based on the seedings or the coefficient rankings you know, at least people are learning that the tournament is out there. They're, they're right, getting right. a little bit about two national teams or if, you know, or if it's an international club tournament, you know, then they're getting something about two teams that maybe they would never, you know, you don't learn much in three and a half minutes, but it's more than you're getting anywhere else for better or for worse. <laughs> I have, I have come away from every listen knowing a lot more than I expected of yeah, coming out of it. Like our a show is a little bit about people. a lot of places. But you te- there's a lot of learning going on um, on your show, and it's it's fantastic. Um, before we bring in the P noob, I do want to bring up um, kind of your favorite teams because I know in England uh, it's pretty dividing. It can divide. I know you mentioned like your favorite Nepalese team, and you're watching teams in Brazil, and you're paying attention to Argentina. Um, who are like some of your favorite like Premier League teams. You mentioned Liverpool, Divock, um, who has left. He's probably going to Syria, like everybody else um, who's leaving the Premier League. But do you like teams like uh, well, like it's, it's Manchester City? Do you like Tottenham? Like what's your... I don't. Well, uh, no, I have a uh, 
it, amazingly, I cannot say that Arsenal is my favorite team, but my my character on the show for a somewhat silly reason as soccer noob, he very much dislikes Tottenham Hotspur. So I have a least favorite team in the Premier League, and that is them mm. because they are named after Harry Percy, who uh, is a twice named uh, twice named twaiter traitor twaiter. Wait, he's like a twaiter character. Yeah, two different kings named him tr- named him as, as being like you know Benedict Arnold's basically just being the worst kind of traitor two different times. So why on earth of all things you could name a club after? would you pick a nefarious character from that far back? It just makes no sense to me. Are they cursed? Is that what it is, Brian? Are they cursed? That would, uh, that would make a lot of sense actually. <laughs> now is that, uh, is that hate real? Well, folks would have to actually listen to the show to discern for themselves, but it's, uh, uh, it's fun to have teams to root for on the show or to root against. I've enjoyed following Chelsea because of Christian Pulisic. But the first year I ever started following uh, Premier League, uh, the most southerly team was uh, Bournemouth, and I'm pretty mm. sure, like a lot of American, like a lot of Americans, I've uh, chosen based on the geography where my uh, family lineage might be from. So I've just mm. decided, sort of, that I'm a South Coast guy, and so mm. I defaulted to AFC Bournemouth that particular year, the Fighting Cherries, and I'm really glad they're back in the uh, even without uh, Gordy Howe. I'm glad they're back in the Premier League. Makes it fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, I pick mine because of LeBron James, just like most other soccer fans have. Um, but uh, b- before we bring bring on the Pinu, one last thing: um, the the Women's Cup. How far are you from Louisville? Oh gosh, I've got to think about it. Even though I made that drive because I haven't lived exactly where I am very long. Um, oh. It's it's probably about an hour forty five drive. So are you gonna? You need to come out to the to the BAM meetup this year at the Louisville Women's Cup because you're going to be able to see teams from Italy, England, Japan. Um, you can root they- against. You can root against Tottenham. You can root against Tottenham. <laughs> There's, it's quite a continental. Um, I was going to say continental breakfast, an actual continental event with a lot of different uh, teams out there. I know we we did potentially meet up at the uh, NWSL Championship, but I think just my fo- I, I blame my phone reception and also oh being the Wi-Fi really, out there was was terrible. I could barely get on. Bad. There were no hard feelings about that not working out. I got to see my first ever game uh, in person. Um, well, you should. Um, was you, that you game? and the P awesome. need to you need to come out to um, you need to come out to Louisville for that. Also, also uh, Club America. Sorry, so it's Mexico. Two teams from the United States. Tottenham from England, AC Milan, and then Tokyo Verdi, Verdi from Tokyo, Japan. Uh, so it's I, a was hoping awesome- to, I was hoping the J1 League team, I do have a favorite team over there, uh, Urawa Red Diamonds. Oh, because well, it's they been just described- started a women's pro league over there. So maybe that's where they, that's from. They did. The top flight over there was only was only semi-fro, the women's uh, J League one, the not the Shiko League. I'm sure oh, okay. I'm saying it wrong, but now they now they have the WE League, Women's Empowerment League over there that is fully professional. And then Natashiko has dropped down to the second level. But mm. yeah, men's or women's, Urawa, Urawa, the historical area of Saitama. I, I'm not sure I'm saying it right, but 
um, a friend of mine is a big Japanophile and he says, yeah, I'm like, tell me about this area one day when I was getting ready to do for game. And he's like, yeah, it's the Jersey shore of Tokyo. So for our website, every time that we were talking about Urawa Red Diamonds, which we made sure was constantly, we made sure to show the same picture over and over of the situation showing his abs. And then oh my gosh. making up stuff that he was talking about being a representative for the team. So mm. I like Urawa, but they're not coming. So oh, this is the best chance, though, to see all these different, you know, countries all at once and i'm oh, pretty yeah i'm definitely going to be there and if the if the bam if the bam fam ends up having room for somebody who uh, i consider myself bam fam adjacent i'm like no, i'm like the, the fam. i'm the i'm the i'm the gatekeeper level you gotta be you gotta work your way past news <laughs> so, kind of the unofficial gatekeeper no no you're no you're definitely it's a place of honor <laughs> you're definitely part part of the the bam fam it's it's a very very easy um what would you call it? What do they do at fraternities? Pledge. Pledge. You don't have to do much to pledge. You just you're just in it. Um, it it's gonna be a good time. Even like the Columbus Spurs might get meet up with some folks out there, depending on when the matches are. Last year they only had four teams, so they could play both matches in the same day. I can't do multiple day things. I can only go there for one day. Yeah, I'm much. kind of in that same boat. Kids. So I don't know that. if they're gonna play three matches in one day. That would I would love to pay for a ticket to go to three matches in one day, but I don't know. Um, even if they're doing split squad or something, you know, that'd still be fun. It's like a tournament, so they are going to have like every, you know, if you lose the first game, you're pretty much in a consolation game. But um, last year they had they haven't announced the schedule yet, so that's why it's all kind of the schedule's out vague. I'm they, at, it is. I'm looking at their website right now. It is what. Uh, AC Milan will play uh, Tokyo Verde on the 14th. Tottenham will play Club America on the 14th. Uh, Racing Louisville on the 17th will play the AC Milan Tokyo Verde winner. And OL Reign will play oh. the Tottenham Club America winner on the 17th. Um, and then you have like the loser matchups, the fifth and sixth place and the sec- third and fourth place matchups. I kind of just want to go for the <laughs> for the year. Oh, yeah, it is right there. Right. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, um, that's going to be too close for me to miss. I'll definitely find a way to at least, you know, one of those days. Yeah, I definitely want to probably go on the 14th because I want to see. Um, well, I mean, you depends. Ah. Uh, I'm I'm torn. Let's not talk about this on the air. Um, but we should definitely meet up if you're uh, able to to go out there whenever we might plan. We have not done much planning at all because, as you can tell, I didn't even know that they had the dates yet. So, <laughs> me and me and P Noob will make the trek. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Now we're moving on to the better part of our interview this evening, and that's because we we've talked to Soccer Noob, gotten to know Soccer Noob. That's great. But now joining us is the person noob, the one that everybody wanted to meet, everybody wanted to talk to in the hashtag BAMFAM. Um, so welcome to the show, person noob. First question I'm going to ask you, how, how's your summer break going so far? Uh, it's going pretty good. Good, good. This, And we're coming at you early enough in your summer break that everything from here is golden everything out after tonight is going to be really fun so thank you for for being with us and answering a few questions and then jumping into our ask bam segment so um brian this is your question 
This you is own uh, it. this is the question I ask every single guest that comes on the show, and uh, Soccer Noob has already answered this one uh, because we're definitely recording this in the right order. Um, <laughs> so every uh, I'm a total comic book nerd, and every superhero has you know an origin story, right? Like where they came from, how they got started. Spider Man, uh, you know, got bit by a radioactive spider. So person noob um what is your origin story with soccer like how did you get into soccer when did you start watching soccer and why uh when i was like pretty young like a four-year-old or something i started playing soccer in the backyard like a bunch with my dad and my friend and i just like really loved soccer and then i kept on liking soccer and now here i am with my dad who is a soccer podcaster <laughs> oh that sounds the last part sounds Perfect. rough everything yeah. else sounds great <laughs> everything else sounds great uh, so he's, are you he's a heck like, of a goalie well eh. uh, <laughs> uh, how uh, are you in are you in youth soccer now or are you on a team nope uh, okay that's all right. You we don't we need may a team. lose you that direction, which you may or may not be aware of, uh, P. Noob, a couple of years ago, but then the pandemic hit. And oh. uh, so organization around town just kind of went crazy, disappeared. Mm. Mm. Man, that stinks. Um, well, hopefully that's something that can happen here, here soon. Um, so uh, next question, the question that everybody in the world is dying to know, um, why – did you why did you agree to do a podcast with your dad well my dad wanted to do the podcast and he asked if i wanted to join and i said sure why not seems fun enough that perfect that seems like usually more thought than goes into podcasting so that's great i think that's pretty much how our podcast started too i think we were just like yeah. hey you want to do a podcast yeah, sure. Well, with with perhaps if I may uh, join in one one slight variation in that we would uh, get the, get our studio set up and I would be doing all of the recording. And then whenever she wanted to add something, she could jump up or if I wanted her to, she could jump up. But other than that, because she is skinny enough that you would think that we're withholding food from her, she would sit <laughs> in a little tiny blue uh, toy bucket. Uh, with like stuffed animals and pillows and her iPad on mute and just hang out and not probably really pay attention, largely tune me out until I needed her for something. Tuning out. That sounds about right. For, so for unless one of you age. two was folded up in a blue bucket, her origin story is a little different. I haven't folded in years. Yeah. It's, it's... Unless it's under pressure. Then I was going to say maybe some, uh, maybe some laundry. That's about all the, it's about all the folding I'm doing. Amy folds most of the laundry. I'm horrible at folding laundry. We have our own, like I do everything with the trash. I take the trash out, the recycling, take the bins out, bring them back. Like uh, everything else were pretty equitable, but things like I, I don't clean the bathroom and she doesn't do the trash. That's just, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Um, I digress. <laughs> so since you're on a person noob, since you're on a hit podcast and you know, you've got the soccer podcast, you guys are building an empire over there. Mm. If you had your own podcast that wasn't about soccer, what would you want your podcast to be about? Hmm. There are multiple things, but I'm going to try and choose one. 
Mine would probably just be talking about random stuff that mm. like kids stuff, like 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 movies, shows, toys, I, things like that. I don't know. What kind of like movies and 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 shows and toys do you kind of like? Those are that was three questions in one. But well, what are some of the things you're kind of into right now? Um, I like to play Minecraft. I like Ooh. to play Roblox. Yeah. I like to. You play Adopt Me on Roblox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Adopt Me is big in my house. Have you ever done like the fashion show thing on Roblox? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. My daughters are, I have a 12 and 10 year old. They also play. They're actually probably in the room right now playing Roblox. You're probably thinking, dad, can I please get off this podcast so I can play Roblox? Yeah. That's awesome. What like what movies and shows? Um, I like a bunch of movies. Um, I, I like Wally. Oh, that's a good one. Like- classic. That's a good one for us. It's a classic because uh, we're, because we're old. Uh, did you like uh, Encanto? That was the new hotness. Did you like that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen her eyes get big on that. Encanto's her favorite. Oh, really? That's awesome. Is that the one with the Bruno song? Well, we don't talk about Bruno's song. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Okay. Very much. All right. So I have an extra question. Um, I, I just heard Encanto is your favorite, but uh, of the three movies I'm going to give you, you have to get rid of one of these movies. Ooh. You have to get rid of forever. Encanto, uh, Moana, and Coco. Which one of the three do you get rid of? You never get to watch it ever again, and it's wiped clear from your memory. We asked the tough questions here. Have you that seen hurts. Coco? I don't even know. Yeah, I have seen okay. Coco. I watched it in my music class because my music teacher decided to let us. Mm. Plus, coming with the other class, though. Well, which one are you getting rid of? Coco. <sighs> that one's good. Uh, I'm not okay. It's it's outside of my one year spoiler rule. I have a rule where I don't spoil shows after until it's out been out for a year. Coco's been out for a few years. End of Coco, I will cry every single time, no matter how many times I've seen it. Not the end of Coco always gets me. Not anymore oh, because it's no, been wiped clear from collective memory. Um, <laughs> well, that's I've great. Only seen I, I one would of listen- those three. So, well, you were getting rid of that one. I'm just kidding, Brian. <laughs> I've only seen Moana, so. Oh, I'm not getting rid of that one. I haven't seen Moana or Coco. <laughs> yes, you, you said you have. saw Coco. You the talking chicken from Moana. Yeah. The screaming chicken. No. Oh, yeah, I got that once. I don't think that was related to it at all. What, what, what was the chicken's name in that movie? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. How Fuck do you remember you. that? <laughs> He's watched a lot less Disney movies, so... <laughs> I've, oh. I've watched a lot of the classics. I just haven't seen most mm. of the new ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think that podcast sounds great. If we ever started a BAM podcast network, um, I think we would add we would add person noobs to the, to the network. That sounds like it's good. It sounds right up our alley. I mean, talk about anything. Talk about kid topics. That's pretty much that's pretty much our show. We're basically big kids. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of, why don't we get into ask BAM questions then? Because that'll just prove to our our humble guests guest um that we are uh, that we are that kind of kid-like soul sure all right so this is the segment that everyone loves this is the ask bam segment we ask mm. your questions that you've asked us on uh the two social media platforms that we post on that being instagram and twitter 
Thomas sent me the Instagram and as we as we like to so that we don't forget them. We've we never st- forgotten them. We will start with the uh, Instagram questions. Um, this one person noob is a, is an old school wrestling reference that you're 100% not going to get. Um, would you rather take a Scott Hall toothpick to the face or have $20 in your mouth after a million dollar dream from Ted DiBiase? Um, you're the wrestling fan, Brian. So I feel like you should go first just because uh, um, you have that wrestling background. I'm taking the I'm taking the million dollar dream and then twenty bucks in my mouth because I mean at least you end up with twenty bucks. Oh, that's really that's fair. That's I mean, really otherwise good. you're just ending up with a toothpick that's been in somebody's mouth. Mm. So great question. Um, would you rather have a toothpick flicked in your face or twenty dollars shoved in your mouth? This is a great way to start Ask Bam tonight. Uh, soccer new person new. Who wants to go first on that one? Yeah. You go first. I'm going to defer to you on this one. I don't have a preference. <laughs> I wasn't a huge wrestling guy growing up. Do you want a toothpick um, flick in your face from somebody's mouth or $20 after a million dollar dream? A toothpick. A tooth? Mm, boldly answered. Okay. And I catch it, then I throw it right back at their face. Oh, oh snap. That's great. I love that. Hey, I need to hear hey, you. Hey, yo. I need to- that kind of vengeance hey, is worth $20. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's true. I'm I'm going to pick Scott Hall also. Just rest in peace. And also Scott Hall was just such a such a baller. He had Larger so much swagger, life. man. Before swagger was a word that people use. He just walked down. He always walked down so cool and he he flicked it. I funny enough, uh, I'm glad that this question was asked. Whenever I'm like washing the dishes or washing my hands, before I dry my hands, if like my son's next to me or my dog's next to me, I'll turn to him and I'll be like, flick. And I'll flick like Scott Hall, flick the, <laughs> the toothpick, but I'll do it with water. And sometimes I even say, hey, yo, at the end of it. So I'm going to do Scott Hall because obviously. Right on. And that was uh, courtesy of Felix. Keep sending, me those, keep sending me those Simpsons memes, buddy. <laughs> um. This from Robbie Rogers. Why does the Gotham FC ownership hate their own season ticket holders? I have no idea what he's referencing. Um, it's probably something minor that's happening at the matches. Um, I mean, Gotham even included a picture of Robbie getting a selfie with a player, like in their selfie day montage or whatever. I don't know, but I will tell you that Gotham's owners have had a history of not doing things well. Um, and now we're in the um, polishing a turd era of Gotham where, hey, we got it. We rebranded. Aren't we cool now? Uh, it's still the same owners who had a lot of issues for a lot of years. So that's my two cents. Good podcast, by the way. Two cents. If you ever want to listen to podcasts, it's a good I'll one. I'll follow that. Yeah, they're a good one. Uh, Tiddlywinks, what do you think? Um, why does the Gotham uh, FC front office hate their season ticket holders? Have you met Gotham fans? Oh, nope. Oh, we're gonna get the crash ones in our replies. You better be careful. Oh, uh, that's uh, sorry. I, I kid because I love. Um, yeah, oh. no, that's that's a bad front office. That's why they hate their fans because they're just bad. So a person who was talking to just throw anything out there. Guess uh, why, I, why? I think that they treat. I I don't understand the question. I think they've treated their people very well, even though they can't seem to decide which state they want to market to. They're no longer just a color. <laughs> that's true. You that's know, true. That's what they've done for their people. 
it's a hue of a color. Enough? It's a but hue that, now. It's not just blue. Sky blue. Sky blue. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a color, but they are now not that color. Now they are all noir um, <laughs> shades. If that's not enough, you know, to do for your fan base, you know, for your t- season ticket holders, I don't know what else they could reasonably expect, quite frankly. Thank you. Perfect. What you think, P Noob? You guys are just saying words that I don't understand mixed together. <laughs> That's the best review our show's ever had. <laughs> That's the best review our show's ever had. That's great. Literally our tagline. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> We're gonna make that our official tag. We've been looking for a tagline for 95 episodes, and I think that might have been it. I think that might have been it. Uh, next question. <laughs> uh, Robbie Rogers wants to know, does Alex Dumas actually know how to use the term goat? This is a kid's uh, podcast, so I don't want to talk about Alex on this episode. He's like Bruno. We won't talk about We're Alex. We're not going to talk about uh, Dumas. Okay. Next question. <laughs> uh, our, good, our good buddy Zach from, uh, from Quar, the Queen Anne's Revenge. Uh, wants to know our thoughts on Ohio State trademarking the word the. Did, did you hear about that um, soccer noob and p- person? Noob? Oh, yes. I'm an Iowa native and a Big Ten guy, and okay. I have moderately strong opinions on the the at this, but the, the trademarking, it just adds to the silliness. And they've never been one of my least favorite teams in the Big Ten. I've had much more dislike for Michigan, but uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of laughable. Okay. Or you, you're a Hawkeye, right? Yeah, you're a Hawkeye. Yep, I'm an Iowa ten. grad. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, I, uh, Brian, what do you think? Because I already wrote about what I think. I'll share mine last. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's Ohio State. Like, does anything they do really shock anybody at this point? Like, hmm. it's, it's, I mean, they've been using it on stuff. You could already buy a Nike t-shirt that said the word the on it that was clearly the Ohio State. I mean, I don't love it, but I think it's kind of silly, but mm. sure, go for it. <laughs> like, I don't no, know. they only have it for clothing. So anybody else could say the or the. It's not like they're going after anybody who uses it. Um, I, I write for an Ohio State outlet just because I cover – uh, women's basketball team because they were the closest college where I could cover a women's basketball team and it's not bad to cover you know Ohio State um, yeah, so I good. yeah that they won the they won the conference title last year uh, the women's basketball not the men's basketball <laughs> they may or have football. beat uh, LSU in the first round of the uh, tournament Tiger I do bait. remember that Tiger bait they uh, Buckeye bait I think is what we call it now and um, also they beat uh, the fighting uh, Caitlin Clark's in Iowa <laughs> in the regular season so yeah, sadness um, reigned. Fun time all around. I wrote an article about the the Ohio State and the the patent, but I didn't use the word the in the article anywhere, and it was very difficult. But my article, the whole point of it was um, that it doesn't surprise me and it shouldn't shock anybody because these teams are about making money, and that's just what they're going to do. And, I mean, if, if somebody made a block M in the color of, you know, maize, Michigan would go after them too. Like it's, it's just adding a couple other letters. I, I'm not surprised by it. And if I think any real, real frustration or anger, which in here, it's all just jokey, but uh, some of the anger we've seen online, it's, it's all manufactured. It's all just for banter's sake. 
So uh, it's not a big deal to me, but I, I had an idea and I wrote an article. That's what usually happens in my head. Person noob, do you have your own slogan you would like to put on a t-shirt? And you want to patent it? That means nobody else can use it. No. You should take the word no. No, we live in Kentucky, so everywhere we see these t-shirts, it's just say the word y'all. I'm going to look into copywriting y'all. You should. You should. It's uh, a million are, you dollar in, idea. are you in Florence? <laughs> y'all. No, but I know the watercolor you're uh, I know the water tower you're talking about. <laughs> well, that baseball their, team used to be named the say, Florence Y'alls. I, I think they, they still change? are. The, oh, minor they are. League, the minor league baseball team, yeah, I still think is the Florence Y'alls. Oh, that's wonderful. I didn't know that. The only reason I know is because to get to like Louisville, you have to drive through Cincinnati and you have to drive through Florence, which is right on the other side of Cincinnati. Um, so that's the only way I knew about it. And it's amazing. I would love I to mean, get a y'all's Kentucky hat. native, it's a little bit more lost on, on me. So, but yeah. I did recognize that one. Okay. I'm a big fan of, I'm just a big fan of minor league baseball team names. And so that's like the trash pandas, the Rocket Birmingham. City trash pandas. Oh, yeah, down yeah the Birmingham. trash pandas is one of the greatest. Yeah, the Montgomery biscuits. Um, I think they're totally like Akron mud rubber hens. Ducks. That's classic from up totally your way. Mud hens, yeah. Akron rubber I like ducks. Akron. I like the rubber ducks. I don't mind them. I don't mind it. The uh, Savannah bananas. That was the most fun I've ever been at a baseball. I've I've had at a baseball game, but they're they're an independent team. They're not affiliated, which is why they can have fun. Um, I went to a game over the weekend featuring the Charlotte Knights, which, you know, meh, but they were playing the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Ooh, that's Ooh, fun. An animal and an oxymoron. You got to love that. <laughs> so that is, uh, that's our, our Instagram question. So thank you all for sending those to Instagram. Moving on to the Twitter questions. We'll start actually with a question submitted by one of the guests here on the show. This is from Soccer Noob. And specifically for person noob, what's the difference in how league play is set up versus most FA Cup structures? He told me this yesterday, and he said that he would he was going to ask that <laughs> earlier to see if I remembered, and I don't remember. She likes me to talk about soccer stuff when she's trying to fall asleep on the couch. So she's still because it gets her over the edge. It, it gets her yeah. over the edge to finally fall asleep. Yes. No. Oh wait, I remember. I remember one thing. One, one, uh, one of them like I think plays one team, and one of them plays, and then one of them's like when all of them play like get like like, like rounds, and then they mm. do it twice and then one of them's where like mm. two people just do it once the round robin yes that's the first one that's league play very good and the other huh. one with the brackets what's that kind of like that we like here in kentucky the mom follows oh no yeah the ncaa tournament with the brackets but you know what you batted 500 on that at least that's a hall of fame career right there <laughs> that's really good if you were in baseball you'd be like babe ruth yeah that's yeah i mean ty cobb only hit 400 like only but he was also a really horrible human being okay i'll, I'll pick a different well let's go ted williams instead there you go ty cobb you know you know hall, hall of fame average black heart no soul <laughs> right yeah he's yeah. also a hall of fame horrible person um is it true like only like five people showed up at his funeral 
Like almost nobody came to his funeral too. Boy, I never read about that. That'd be fun to find out though. Ken Burns oh, probably talked. I was going to say I'll have to go back and watch the Ken Burns <laughs> baseball documentary. My, my my wife is in public media. I don't think she has direct access to Ken Burns, but um, oh. I'll work on that. Who would want it? Dearest <laughs> Martha. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. All right, let's. <laughs> so our show um, is kind of the epi- It's the length of a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah, yeah, it generally is. Um, another one from Soccer Noob here. Dan the Interno Inferno asks Person Noob, "Are pants overrated, underrated, or properly rated?" Properly rated. Okay. Do you remember why, uh, Mr. Dan, the former Interno Inferno, wanted to ask you that? No. Remember the song? Oh, yeah, the Pants is Overrated song. Yeah, Lyle Lovett of uh, Rockabilly and Texas Swing fame Mm. and acclaim. Uh, We recently uh, bumped into his song on the radio, Pants is Overrated, as the lead single. So I could agree with Lyle on that. Former spouse of uh, Julia Roberts. Indeed. That made all the sense in the world. Yeah. All the sense in the world. For her. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Pants are overrated. I'll I'll say that. I agree with Lyle on that. I'm not a fan of pants. No, pants. Boo. Too restricting. Boo pants. Um, now we move on to the Frank portion of the show where we answer <laughs> all of Frank's questions. Um, <laughs> Frank wants to know, first of all, if you could have a crossover of any two shows that have nothing to do with each other, what would they be? So you're combining, if you don't, if you're not familiar with a crossover, basically you're combining two shows, putting two shows together that have nothing to do with each other. SpongeBob and My Hero Academia. Okay. Wow. I like a strong, confident answer. I like it. That's great. Um, This is this is difficult. Yeah. Well, no, there's Mm. only one correct answer, but I'll let you two go first before I give you the correct answer. Oh wow! It's optional. There's no correct answer. Oh. It's called your opinion. Fair enough. I like P Noob. <laughs> um, He's feisty today. Bring it on. That's great. Um, I'm going to, I can't, it's just so, I'm always the worst one of these Ask Bam questions because I can't, like, I can't think of it on the spot. If you have it, Bryant, go ahead. But uh, Soccer Noob, if you want to take it first, because we're obviously struggle busting over here, you can go ahead and you can start. Well, you, you, got, you guys, I think, are old enough to, uh, did either of you grow up on Beavis and Butthead? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, then I give, and then they tried to reboot it, of course, mm-hmm. where they were watching reality TV instead mm-hmm. of music videos, and it really didn't take off. And that's because that was the wrong way to go. Beavis and Butthead uh, meets Law and Order SVU. That's the correct answer. Everybody back to work. Oh, wow. I, wow. I was going to say, I thought you were going to go like Beavis and Butthead watch C SPAN. Um, <laughs> but no, Beavis and Butthead watched. Good Lord. I'll do uh, that. Gave me an inspiration. I'm going to do um, The Walking Dead and Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, those aren't the same show. That's oh, that's true. Oh, daughter, that's be two different shows. I, I'm still keeping my answer. Nice cup, by the way. Mm. It's the cup. I saw the reference on Twitter earlier. The cup. 
just for the sake of moving on, uh, we are going to combine. Um, I'm just going to pick two things at random. Uh, Jeopardy and uh, Beavis and Butthead. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say Squid Game. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one, you too. Didn't, that wasn't in the form of a question. Their deaths. <laughs> I played Squid Game on Roblox. Oh, that sounds fine. very dark. I was going to say there's a Squid Game in Roblox. Yeah, I'm. I'm clearly going to have to monitor what you do online more than I already do. It's called Squid Game X. I'll bet it is. Roman ten. Mm. Dang! What? What? Wow! Pinu's <laughs> bringing it today. I'm telling you, uh, Pinu is bringing the fire. Um, we'll take a break from Frank real quick. Go to our good buddy Brian Lenoy. What is your favorite? video game console nintendo switch xbox or playstation xbox hmm. okay okay i'm a playstation guy myself i i'm gonna i'm gonna make my selection although i <clears throat> i'm also kind of annoyed with it because it doesn't have nearly as many games as the other systems do but the convenience of the switch yeah. I can pick it up. I don't have to sit in front of a TV. I can I can spend time with my family sitting on the couch playing the Switch. Like that's that's so the convenience factor is great. So I'm gonna pick the Switch just for that because but I live a hectic life and sometimes I need time for me. Person who's actually quietly applauding your answer, she didn't want to do the noise over it, but she's got a switch that she likes. Hey. You can give it a full loud clap if you want now. There you go. There we go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I have a a switch as well that I I do very much enjoy. Um, Favorite video game? Favorite. I'll throw mine out there. It is, uh, since we're bringing up Nintendo, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Greatest game ever made. That's the one for 64, right? It is. Okay. Like Zelda from Super Smash Bros. Yeah, Zelda Smash Bros. Cool. is good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played other than on my daughter's uh, Switch once or twice uh, since uh, back when Sega Genesis uh, was still one of the bigger consoles out there. So I got to go, Coach K College <laughs> Basketball. Oh mm. yeah, I had okay. I had Coach K College Basketball on the Sega. Mm. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna. Or do you have do you have your answer, person, dude? Club Roblox from Roblox. Okay. Boom. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm picking this is a, a random one. I'm picking the Harvest Moon games. Okay. Right Have on. you uh, okay? It's it's they don't make them anymore. I think the closest one they make now is called Stardew Valley, which I have not played it yet. I should, I probably should. Stardew Valley is great. Harvest Moon is a game of it's it's a farming game i know that sounds really boring i don't know like the repetition and like you get up and you farm every day and you water and you weed stuff like i don't even do that in my real life but i would do that on a video game you go you meet people you buy stuff you fish like it's just like it's calming maybe that's what it is it's just calming i like those games on roblox we we should know more about that being from iowa but i've only been on a farm like three times in my whole life so same here. Ohio is thought of as farmy, but nothing is as farmy as Iowa. I'll say Correct. That. My I'll grandma owns a corn farm. 
Nice. That's awesome. I ate corn tonight with dinner. Circle of life. And finally, what team do you play as in FIFA? If you play FIFA. When I play on the FIFA, it depends. If I'm doing exhibition mode, it's usually just random. Um, it depends on who I'm playing. If I'm playing our friend Doug Curry, I'll pick Liverpool because I want to beat him, and I don't usually do it. If I'm playing career mode, I'll pick a, um, I'll pick a random lower league British team, and I want to bring them to glory. I pick a team in like the last division, and I try to move them up into the Premier League. I think I did um, Forest. Uh, what are the Forest Green? I think their name is. Oh yeah, the really really. Uh, uh, I don't want to say hippie club. That's not the right word. Yeah, hips. You could say it's a hipster club. I mean, their uh, like whole stadium is made of wood. Yeah, like, they're sustainable. That's what it is. Their yeah. jerseys are recycled material, and they wear this like tiger stripe pattern, but it's green and black. It's very. Um, they were bought by some energy alternate energy company, and they changed their colors, and everything's kind of sustainable now. So I put that's the last team I've picked in like a career mode. I don't play with the crew ever. Ever. I mostly play ultimate team. Um, so it's just a an amalgamation of mm. a bunch of random players. Um, sometimes I'll play as Tottenham or yeah, I like to kind of do the same thing on career mode, like pick an obscure like fourth level English team. I think I've taken uh Shrewsbury Town. Shrewsbury. <laughs> Oh, Shrewsbury is one of my favorites. Shrewsbury is where William uh, Percy, a.k.a. the Hotspur, uh, met his uh, death historically. And my hatred of Tottenham Hotspur is so strong that that makes Shrewsbury one of my favorite teams. Just for that reason. And we learned how much you hated Tottenham earlier in the show. That was crazy. Can you remember how mad you got, Brian? I was very upset. Crazy. Person noob, do you play FIFA? No, no, we don't have FIFA. But what what's uh, one of your favorite soccer teams? What would you play for your team? I don't know, but I'll take the third best team, whatever they are. Oh, that'd be Chelsea um, this last year, probably. Would that be reasonable? I would say so. Because then I could get the team to first place and kick first and second places butts. Yes. Ooh, snap. I would uh, I would play as AFC Bournemouth, the Fighting Cherries. Cherries, yeah. I like that. That's one of the things I love about soccer is like the random like the nicknames that no American sports team would ever use. But you know, you're like your Cherries or the uh, like Everton or the Toffees or you know Brighton or the Seagulls. Like no no American team would ever be any of those things, and that's one of the things I kind of love. And there's, if you play in the Southern Hemisphere, you have the young boys. We're just named the young boys. Like, okay. Oh, you got that in Switzerland as well. Young boys. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you have the Orlando Pirates in, uh, in, in Africa. That's pretty sweet. That's a cool name. I was like that one. Anyway. I like Kaiser Chiefs down there uh, in South Africa just because oh. I like to, uh, I like to sing the song, uh, uh, I Predict a Riot. Hmm. I predict a riot. There we go. It's something. Now I'm thinking Andrew WK. Next question before I start saying party hard. (laughs) All right. Going back to Frank. If you're offered juice, what's the best kind of juice that you could get? 
Pinu, what do you think? What's the best kind of fruit juice you could get? Grape flavor. Ooh, grape juice. Okay. Yeah. S noob, what do you think? Uh oh jus. I'm going oh, with meat juice. I'm going off the board. Ooh, <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Ooh, I like a good that's I think it's called broth. Brian, what are you thinking? Um, first my first initial thought was gin and um but <laughs> rolling down the street. Oh, wait, it's a kid's show, sorry. We uh but since I uh, I drank a lot of juice over the weekend because we uh, we hung out with our nephew, it was fruit punch flavored Capri Sun. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with fruit punch. Spoiling that kid, spare no expense. I don't buy my kids Capri Sun. Orange juice. I think orange juice is just pleasant. It's a strong go-to. There's nothing wrong with orange juice anytime. Yeah, yeah. No, no pulp. I don't do pulp in my orange juice. No, pulp's not for winners. I don't want to drink it hard. Like I don't want chunks in my juice. That's just gross. See, I'm pro pulp. Unless it's all jus. That's if I want to eat my beverage, I'll have a beer because technically that's food. No pulp. That's true. Do you want well, pulp in your beer? Uh, no, I want my I want pulp nowhere. Okay, you want your pulp to be fiction. Always. Hey. Um. Uh, also from. Let me so much get all the way to die for your girl and all they can say. Voice no good. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna surprise you guys with just a, a, a live off the cuff question here. When do we get a hashtag bam the karaoke episode? When is it? I want nothing but like 90 minutes of karaoke. Oh, I think we could. I, I would do like. I would do karaoke for a cause or something. I would I raise gonna, money. I was going to say we should make it like a uh, like a PBS telethon kind of thing. Yeah, and we could ask your wife for assistance because she she works in public. She's at the telethon right now, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. Uh, yeah, she works. She works for public radio. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that's all. She's on the air, right? She does some, she's mostly behind the scenes, but uh, this is uh, down here at Eastern Kentucky University is small enough. She does some broadcasting as well now too, like she used to. We can get her advice on our, on our karaoke thon. Raise, raise money for Chris or something like that. Yeah. Hey, I like don't it. hate that idea. Don't hate that idea. Okay. All right. Also from Frank, if you could have any five toys from your favorite store, mm. what would they be? <sighs> bringing fire tonight um any five toys mm-hmm. absolutely um i would i would take um um a, a big lego set any lego mm. set like a any. town lego set or something um I take a My Little Pony Equestria Girls set. Okay. Um, I take um. Do books count? Like children? sure. Hey, yeah, that's your pick. Um, I take some of the same author of my favorite book series. The box. I miss it. It, it, it skipped a little bit. What was that? Can you repeat the book series again? Um, it's um, they're by the the, the other the books that I would take are the one they're by the same author, but they're different. 
is the Adelaide's? Yeah. Adelaide series. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, two more. I would take a. Uh, I would take I would take some games for my Nintendo Switch. Some more game discs. Mm, there it is. That's good. That's good. And go for the high ticket items. Yeah. Um, if we take two of those, that's your five. I think that's a good. I think that's a good job. So, are you guys picking stuff for your daughters, or are you picking stuff for yourself? No, I'm not picking for I my got, kids. I got no. <laughs> I got no kids. My only kids are cats. Um, As Michael Jordan said, "Forget them kids." Close enough. Um, I I'm gonna steal one from well not steal directly like I'm not gonna take hers. Oh my but god, you're stealing gonna, from our guest. I'm gonna choose one of the same answers. I oh, guess okay. the Lego set idea because every time I go in the store, I'm always looking at those like massive like Star Wars mm. Lego sets, like you know, like a giant like Millennium Falcon or X Wing or. That's what I'm I was gonna say. Totally getting one of those. Um, I'm going to get some throwback uh, like Ninja Turtles from when I was a kid. Um, I watch a lot of random uh, old school toy videos on YouTube. I don't know why I've recently gotten into that, but people that like go to toy stores and look for like eighties and nineties toys. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I had a Batmobile. I had a model Batmobile when I was a kid. So I'm bringing that back. Um and I'm just going to round it out with some video games. Yeah, some PlayStation games and some, uh, some Switch games. Esnoob, what do you got? Oh, um, I'm going to go big boy toys to start off with. I want a, uh, I want the South Park pinball machine. Oh, yeah. Oh. Greatest full-size pinball game I've ever gone. Then I'm going to get a Miss Pac-Man as well. Mm. Uh, other than that, two hula hoops and a, and a Pac-Man video game. Just because that's an expression I like to use, I would let all the kids in the neighborhood play them and then yell at them for doing nothing but playing with their hula hoops and their Pac-Man video games. I like that. You're thinking in the long game here. You're not thinking short game. Yeah. Um, or I was going to pick the Millennium Falcon. Actually, Millennium Falcon Lego set was one of the things. So I'm not going to steal it from you. I'm going to get my own. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to get a, a Ghostbusters Proton Pack. Cause I never got one as a kid, even though my sister and I argue that I had one, I never had a proton pack, Amy. She's a big listener. She's never going to hear this um, proton pack. I would get, um, <clears throat> I went last and I forgot what my other items were going to be. Um, you inspired me. I would get the, the Simpsons arcade game, which mm-hmm. they actually sell that now. Yeah. The, like the fighting game. Um, I would, I would get that. <sighs> I would probably also then pick the NBA Jam arcade game because that I'm now now my brain's going just in like video game. Oh, you pick the Hornets, you pick Muggsy and Larry. Muggsy and Larry as your as your team there. Although I didn't like most of the partnerships because like NBA Jam was like there right before some of the names that I liked, and Michael Jordan also wasn't in it, so that was kind of sucky. And then the last one I would choose. Um, I can't think of anything. Oh, I'll get an Xbox so I can actually buy the games that I want to play. There we go. Less conveniently, I should say. All right. Frank also wants to know your favorite kind of pasta. My favorite kind of pasta? Mm-hmm. 
Spaghetti from Fazoli's. Ooh, Ooh okay. Fazoli's is clutch. Good. Today's call. episode is brought to you by <laughs> Faz- Man, I haven't thought Fazoli's about Faz- breadsticks. I haven't thought about Fazoli's in a long time. They don't have them down south, do they? They're I mean, I grew up with one in Florida, but they still have some in here up in Columbus. Bryant. There's, there's oh, I remember there's one on uh is that on Sawmill, I think, in Columbus. Yeah, we'll call it Sawmill, yeah. Um, one of the big busy streets. I, you know what? I'm a Popperdell guy. Popperdell. I've never even heard of that. Popperdell is like hipster thin, pasta, thin, flat, like really wide pasta. It looks like ribbons. It's sounds like lasagna without all the middle good stuff. I mean, you usually serve it with like a ragu, like a meat sauce. So it's okay. All right. What you got, S. Noob? I am going to go strongly against my daughter's choice. And I don't like anything you're going to twirl and, you know, uh, uh, subsequently get the sauce on myself. So I'm going to go with a, a nice baked ziti. Ooh, baked ziti. Okay. I would, um, I can't go against my, um, my mother's Polish Podgorski heritage. So I'm going to pick pierogi just because, my God, I love a good pierogi. It's basically pasta. Yeah, it is. It is pasta on the outside. It is. Yeah. So inside, you got the cheese and the and the taters. Throw some onions in there. That's good eatings. A little good crowd. Central, Central European tortellini, basically. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> a little, little crowd on the side, or some uh, braised red cabbage. Yeah, I get this show finished. I'm hungry. Let's so Kowalski's man. Mm, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> all right, we're finally going to get to Frank's question that he's always wanted us to do. And I know that uh, our guests actually prepared for this question. So we are going to discuss the blow pop flavors. You got to read the flavors. All right, let's go. Let's hear these flavors. You want to read them, Pinu? Uh, Sure. They have cherry, strawberry, grape, watermelon, sour apple, blue raspberry, cherry ice, black cherry, what, what a melon, Kiwi Berry Blast, Black Ice, Blueberry, Crasberry, Tropical Berry, Blackberry, and Raspberry. There are too many flavors for me to rank, Frank. I'm, I can't even give an answer. I'm, I'm giving my the Lucille Bluth. Let's go with the, let's go question with the classics. Cherry, strawberry, grape, watermelon, and sour apple. I, I think I'd like to think that okay. we can agree that as, as three quarters of us adults, that those are the big five. Blue okay. Raspberry. That's six. Right. We'll throw in blue raspberry. Okay, from those, I will pick cherry as my favorite. Uh, cherry's the best. I always pick, if, if there's a blue raspberry option in anything, I always pick blue raspberry because it doesn't actually exist in nature. Um, and I just think it's fun. Snozberries taste like snozberries. Also, those uh, freezer pops, freezer pops growing up that, mm. you know, were in like the little plastic tube. Blue raspberry was always the best. We would find. Oh yeah, those blue in my raspberry house. was the bomb. The yellow ones or the orange ones always hung out in the freezer forever. But those, oh yeah, the mm. cherries I and the uh, yeah, the light, the lighter cut part of the color spectrum, like always went, you know, never got never got eaten or eaten last mm. in desperation. Sour apple, cherry, Ooh. strawberry, grape, watermelon. I'm leaving blue raspberry out because I don't think I've had a blue raspberry one. Mm. The opposite of my daughter with grape. 
I want, if something's going to be grape flavor, it tasted like actual grapes, that'd be fine. But the grape, the grape stuff tastes like it is flavored. It's not like grapes from nature. Very against it. No, it's very unnatural. It's okay. Satan's grapes. Yeah. No, it's like, a tool of the devil. I mean, I don't want to cast aspersions, but <laughs> I'm not sure that the charms company is doing the Lord's work when they make grape ones. No. I guess we won't get into our favorite flavors of Kool-Aid then because no. grape, grape Kool-Aid is... Mm. We can do that next. I think that's a good. Someone asked that question next week, and we can wax poetic about um, Kool Aid flavors. About Kool Aid flavors. Um, what's your favorite color bird? I like blue jays. Mm, okay. Good answer. Okay. I like that one. Um, uh, I'll go. I'll go with the cardinal because it's Ohio's state bird. As a lifelong Cubs fan, I I'm I knew real, you wouldn't do. I I'm knew you'd bring that up. I'm real upset with you right now, Thomas. Um, yeah, well, too bad, so sad. You know what? I gotta agree with the Blue Jay. I'm gonna go with a baseball reference as well. The the Toronto Blue Jays have the best uniforms in baseball. Always have. So gotta go with that. Okay. Um, I kind of like the yellow and light brownish gray uh, combination, if I can go with two, that Liberty Mutual is currently using, uh, you know, for their, uh, you know, their uh, characters and the and the actual emu color, emu, limu, emu, and Doug. That's right. And Doug. Yeah. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with that kind of yellowish, almost gray of the emu. Okay, I like it. Um, also from Frank, what is your sixth favorite color? My sixth. What? I'm gonna say purple. I'm gonna say purple. Everybody's really counting with their lips around their fingers. I'm gonna say purple. Purple is my sixth favorite color. I'll say brown. And I'm a Cleveland fan too. Brown. Six. Smug. Lime green. Ooh. Ooh, lime green. Okay. White. White. Oh, White. the absence of. I like that. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Frank also wants to know in honor of being hashtag blessed by his pumpkin gold mine, what's your favorite artificial flavor? Great. Great. Perfect. I like she's it. Sticking, yeah, she's sticking with the grape, although I was afraid that the mention of the pumpkin would have uh, would have little Miss P Noob here sad today because she wanted to make pumpkin bars or pumpkin. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. The ingredients for everything, and of course, Mom Pro has been gone all day, and uh, and mm. Dad had a fever earlier, so I wasn't going to the store. No, we did, but I couldn't find them, so I just gave up. <laughs> That's the American But then way. they were they were right. They they were in the front, stacked on top of each other, the two things I need, which was baking soda and making powder, mm. in the pantry, right where I was looking the entire time, but I didn't see them. Sometimes when you're looking too hard for something though, you miss things. That's, well, okay. that's all right. You made you made eggs, but you like grape for your fake fake your fake flavor, huh? Yeah. All right. Like you two gentlemen. 
I'm going to do a callback to one we talked about earlier, one that doesn't exist in nature, blue raspberry. <laughs> blue, blue, raspberry. blue raspberry anything is mm. I'm, I'm going to go for it. All right. I don't know if this is uh, does this count as artificial? Yeah, it's probably artificial. It's on a it's a flavor of chip. I'm going to pick Zaps spicy craw tater chips. Yes. Those chips are just like I can't like you buy this bag and it says party size. It's a one person party. And I will finish them in one well, sitting. That's okay, because you don't want to share them. So that's... no, and and the thing is, like, I found that it, it's such an amazing taste for me, and not a lot of other people around me like it. So I never have to share them. It's really the best. So I'm going to do Zap Spicy Craw Tater. Thank you to Bryant Caves How and Alyssa Caves for introducing. Grippos? I'm assuming you get Grippos in Ohio. Grip? I don't think we do. No, maybe that's bigger down here. Okay, neither here nor yeah. there. Yeah, which that chip is basically a uh, it's old bay seasoning. Oh, the grippos or no the uh, the spicy Cajun craw tater. It doesn't. No, it's got a certain. It's old bay. It's not just old bay seasoning. Okay. I got to go with Tiddly Loose. By the way, I was going to say cherry, but blue raspberry that just slaps too hard. Okay. Okay. Blue raspberry, man. It's it doesn't exist. I feel in like nature. I gotta make up for the totten thing a little bit, but it's also true. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, we're gonna skip Alex's question because nobody wants Thank to you. talk about Alex or CC Kaiser. And skip Frank's question. We're not talking about Ernest movies anymore. <laughs> it's Ernest goes to camp. I will allow no He's other spelling answers. it with Ernest though, not Ernest as in like Ernest. Those movies are E R N E S T. Now he's doing out of my way to watch the CC Kaiser goal against Chicago just in case it came up, but that's our We're not giving Alex the <laughs> when tr- trolls just want attention and we're not going to humor his question because Alex he's Dumas, just a there's troll. a lot of finger waggling going on right now and it's being done very stern I'm doing Dikembe not on my lifestyle brand Oh my goodness Dikembe <laughs> Mutombo is one of the all-time greats everything all right Yeah and one of the all-time still one of my all-time favorite commercials <laughs> the, oh, that, uh, with um the the bank commercial oh no that's charles barkley geico he was on geico. yeah he geico. was on where he, he where watched he, the g at the end and runs away laughing where he the the camera shot where he blocks the cereal box in the store and the cereal box just explodes is perfection <laughs> uh, uh, um, boy. R- Robbie Rogers with the uh, with the question. I think this is the strong contender for question of the week. Mm. Uh, best flavor of Pop Tart. I'm going with two. I'm going to go first this time. This changes for me depending on the mood that I'm in. It's the obvious answer is either cherry or s'mores. Those are the two top Pop Tart flavors, goat flavors. That's it. I will not be taking any questions at this time. I mean, s'mores is the correct answer. Okay. Pinu, what, what do you got? Are, are you allowed to eat Pop-Tarts? Or... Yeah, I have Pop-Tarts oh, in good. my house right now. She, she was hoping that she would be the first one to get, say, a particular one, I think, because she smacked her knee very hard when you said... <laughs> I'll let you say it. When, when you said the two that I had, which were not my favorites. Mm. Oh, really? What are your favorites? I thought s'mores was one of them. So my, my favorite is the Hot Fudge Sunday. 
Oh, oh, that's a that's a good one. No, that my kids like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't think and I've I had the hot fudge sundae. Mm. And I don't like cherry because of one single incident that happened to me and my friend. What? Tell us. We gotta know. I opened my pop tart, and only half of it had frosting, and the rest was just crust. And that happened to my friend too. Oh my! That's yeah. That the Kellogg's company. No, that's 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 dark. I hope you wrote a strongly worded letter to somebody about that. Nope, but we have agreed that we're going to try and sue the Pop Tart Company because of this incident. That's American. You want to be be litigious? Get on it. I think you should do it. Down with the man. I fully support this. Also, I love uh, frosted strawberry. I'm a classic guy. The the classic frosted strawberry. Okay, I like that. I like it. I, I put that in the top five. Um, Alyssa. Well, soccer noob, did you get? You didn't give your answer. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm uh, I'm glad other people enjoy them. It's uh, kind of like the the music of Journey. I respect it. I understand why it's great, <laughs> but it's not necessarily for me. I find the pop tarts very coarse, very grainy. If I've got to have one because I'm in a rush, it's food as fuel. I don't hate it, but I never go out of my way for any uh, flavor of pop tart. You got to toast it and have a bad American. Then the Republicans can come after me and try to deport me but I'm fast. Well, Supreme court's in session. You might be in trouble. Um, I, you have to put it in. You have to put the pop tart in the toaster and you have to have a nice cool glass of milk with it. Nope. I've never um, put a pop tart in a toaster. No, that's what? not our way. We don't even have a toaster right now. Do we? We've just got the toaster oven. I mean, we it works. We, the don't, toaster oven. we don't screen our guests well enough. I don't think. Um, never used a toaster oh my god pop my, no, we, no we don't have a toaster currently we have used toasters before oh, i mean never use a pop tart in a toaster that's my concern yeah that um, technology didn't get to iowa until 2006 <laughs> <sighs> my wife would be very upset if i didn't mention uh brown sugar cinnamon as the uh as the go pop tart flavor in her opinion that's in my top five i'll probably put that at like three I put that three. It yeah. So good. I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm bucking uh, for a place on the karaoke episode. We're bringing you in. <laughs> All uh, right. A couple more questions. Actually, this is getting really meta. Again, submitted by our guest, Soccer Noob. Whoa. If Noob gets caught between the moon and New York City, what's the best that he can do? Like Derek Helling hacked the account. <laughs> By the way, I only put in questions for you guys in case you're short on other questions. You don't always have to use mm. mine. No, that's a, we answer all the questions except for Alex's. So no, that's fine. That's fine. But I, I, I am giving this one to Lucille Bluth. I don't understand your question. I'm not gonna. That's all. It's, you guys might be a little too young now that I've seen you in person. It's a it's a yacht rock oh. Chris Ross lyric. Oh. We we as, don't say we as Brian is fall made. in love. That's the answer. The best you can do is fall in love. If you get caught between the moon and New York City. Mm. All right, I'm getting nothing. All right, I'm gonna Brian, say. Brian and me are well documented, no. uh, big fans of yacht rock. We were a no. pro yacht rock podcast. We is not we as in you and myself. <laughs> that's uh who's who's the singer on that one christopher cross okay okay 
Sailing. That's a, the 90s rap band, Crisscross. There right? you go, Sailing. That's that's one of the classics. I know that one. Um, yeah, no, a few yeah, more yeah. questions left. Let's get the next <laughs> favorite favorite an Mike, hour and a half. <laughs> favorite Michael McDonald song. No. <laughs> We're not gonna Yamo go there. So let's... well, that's James Ingram, but that's still a good call to not go there. The uh, correct answer is what a fool believes. Um, our uh, also from soccer noob here, our shows, the management would like to ask any and all of us when ATX, I assume that's Austin, Texas might get an NWSL team. I hope it's soon. And I hope it's not with Anthony Precourt. If it's independent ownership outside of the current Austin FC ownership, I'm all for it, but um, I would love, I think that would be great. I think uh, Austin seems like a pretty good culture to support a team and they've been, pushing for it for a while Precourt um, talks like he wants it but it's it's been all i did some research on it after he asked me and it's all been very uh, oh yeah we'd love to do that sometime you know very very vague but there's one particular supporters group that's been like doing petitioning and doing stuff a uh, austin anthem mm. and they've got a hashtag out there you know like all the hip kids do uh uh, austin, uh austin to nwsl or nwsl to number two austin and their goalie mm. uh stuver has even been wearing it in games. So like there's a push Stuber. for it, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's close with pre-court. I like Brad Stuver. I've met him, talked to him. He's a Northeast Ohio guy. Stuver. I'm in favor of any, uh, any area with good barbecue, having more uh, soccer. So hmm. I'm down. Okay. All right. And our final question, this, this comes courtesy of Felix, but really it comes courtesy of uh, one Adam Sandler. Uh, which is better, shampoo or conditioner? Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, I, I don't remember the rest of the, I don't remember the, oh, well, the lines. Sham- shampoo is better because it goes on the hair and makes I it clean. the hair. <laughs> but conditioner is better because I go in the hair and make it silky and smooth. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. Stop, um, stop staring at me, Swan. <laughs> Swan. Um, I watched Hustle over the weekend. That was really good. It's not like Billy Madison, but it's a good movie still, regardless. Hmm. What do you think? What do you think, person new? Shampoo or conditioner? Shampoo or conditioner. Even if you don't get the Adam Sandler references, you can still answer. Shampoo. Okay. Yeah, our family has naturally amazing hair that needs no conditioning. It comes, she gets it from both sides. So just keep it clean. Okay. Nice. Must be nice. Hmm. Well, was that all our questions? That was all the questions. Well, it's not nice that... Um, our, our time together is up person who thank you for, for joining us and saving us um, and uh, blessing our lifestyle brand with your presence. I'm, our show is not getting any better. We peaked. Um, we peaked in episode 95. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. And my dad wants to know if you're going to bring your kids on the show. Oh, um, <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a negatory. I think that's a negatory. Um, it's not that they couldn't do it. Like they're, 
they're very smart and able children. Um, I just don't know if they have the desire to do it. I would very much like to hear Jameson's soccer takes. I was talking about the oldest ones. I'm definitely not. No, I want, I want. I want Jameson. Jameson gonna, is a menace to society, and he is not coming on this podcast. I'm going to ask him about. With Blippi. you, we're still working on the soccer takes. We've got favorite teams so far. You are you are a big fan of the Cherries. You've picked your mm. favorite Liga MX team. Mm. Um, I know you like Cruz Azul because they used to be cursed like the Cubs, and she's a big Cubs fan. There we go. Hey, the we crew. grew up in Iowa, Generation WGN. We don't have to apologize. It was the only team we could watch. <laughs> well, she's 10, and she's lived 10 years in a post-WGN world. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make your own decisions. Just don't pick the Reds or the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers. Dodgers. Pick anybody you want except for the names that I just said. Just kidding. Go Cubs, go. Um, the crew beat the Cruz Azul last year in the Campiones Cup. Campiones, the Campiones. They don't have a song, but if they did, it could have sounded like that. Well, th- thank you so much, P Noob S Noob. Uh, everybody, again, remember Soccer Noob at Soccer Noob USA. You can follow on the on the on the Twitters. You need to listen to Soccer Noob. Keep on rocking in the new world. It's just called Soccer Noob. Don't add the tagline there. Um, listen to them across podcast applications for your at least 10 matches. You also throw bonus matches in. It's just, it's a lot of fun if you want to learn more about the most obscure areas of soccer in the world, as we talked about earlier on in the show. Um, soccer Noob is where it's at. Uh, I've learned a lot from your show and your own learning journey. So, I thank you and um, thank you for making our show that much better. Thank you for having us on. It was a pleasant surprise to be invited anywhere. Because <laughs> our oh, show man. is odd. Yeah. Great to have you. We know a thing or two about odd. It must be odd because we can't even. Wow. Thomas, Ooh. what a lot of fun that was. It. I would say that... The noobs um, made our show uh, infinitely more listenable this week. So yeah, and the fact, like offline, how shocked they are that we asked them to be on our show. Like, are you serious? Like, no. Like, (laughs) you've you've listened to the show, y'all. Yeah. So you know, big big shout out, big thanks to uh, Soccer Noob and Person Noob for uh, taking the time out of the out of their busy Thursday evening to uh, hang out with a couple schmucks. And uh, record a record a fun podcast. We appreciate that. Um, if you enjoyed listening to the questions that we uh, read aloud on tonight's episode, send us those questions and interact with us on social media. We're at Bryant and Me on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Thomas is at one Thomas Costello on both platforms as well. Follow him to read all the fantastic things that he's writing for uh, Land Grand Holy Land. I know you cover the the. Uh, big announcement by Ohio State uh, University today. And it was just stupid. I know you're covering, obviously, we've discussed the crew for Massive Report. You're covering the uh, WPSL right now. Doing a lot of great things. Shout out to the Columbus Eagles, by the way, on their uh, thrilling victory on Sunday. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fun. I was there with Justin and uh, Brian Lenoy. It was good times. It was good times. Big ups to them. So we appreciate you guys interacting with us on those uh, social media 
platforms. Share the pod with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers, with uh, enemies, random people you meet on the street. You guys know the drill by now. Yeah, Get out there. We love every single one of you and hope you're taking care of yourself and your mental mm-hmm. health and your physical health, all that good stuff. You are important. You are loved. Mm-hmm. We hope you're having a great week. And we hope that uh, you have a great weekend. Everybody have a wonderful time. Get out there, make a positive impact in somebody's life. We're going to try and do that as well. Have a good evening, y'all. Adios.